Paul. This is Linda from Jonesboro, Arkansas. I just want you to know how happy I am that One Life Kiss will finally be released on October 21st. I attended opening night in Atlanta, and I can't wait to have this wonderful DVD to commemorate one of the most amazing nights ever. You set your goals, you have your, your dreams, and you aspire to things, and you don't let anybody get in the way. You know, if you don't succeed, you can still win if you fail on your own terms. I'll be much happier knowing that this is out. Whatever it does, it's the one I wanted to have out. This is Missy Kay. I'm from Baltimore, Maryland, and I got to see Paul on his Live to Win tour. See, getting to see Paul Stanley in that intimate setting was beyond anything you could imagine. And I gotta say, it was actually better than the Kiss concert. Don't tell Gene. And I'm really looking forward to October 21st when the One Live Kiss DVD comes out. That way I get to take Paul Stanley home, watch that show over and over anytime I want to. Something else coming out of the Kiss world right now is yet another CD compilation. Now you may be thinking to yourself, since when is a CD compilation newsworthy? But this one here is just a little bit different. Kiss Icons is a 4-CD box set that features the vocal stylings of each of the four original Kiss band members on separate discs. Disc 1, The Demon Himself, Gene Simmons. Disc 2, The Star Child, Paul Stanley. Disc 3, The Spaceman, Ace Frehley. And Disc 4, The Catman Himself, Peter Chris. Now what separates each of the 14 tracks on all four discs from the rest of the Kiss compilations is that they have songs that you would not exactly expect to hear on a typical best of. With Gene, of course, you'll hear God of Thunder calling Dr. Love in Deuce. But you'll also get Almost Human, Larger Than Life, and Plaster Caster. Paul Stanley's disc, of course, includes Detroit Rock City, Strutter, and 100,000 Years. But would you really expect to hear All-American Man, Mr. Speed, and Wouldn't You Like to Know Me? Ace's disc of course, has New York Groove shocked me and his great cover of the Rolling Stones' 2000 Man. But you'll also get Speeding Back to My Baby, What's on Your Mind, and Dark Night. With Peter Chris, of course, you'll get Black Diamond and his two huge hits, Hard Luck Woman and Beth. But you'll also get classics to all us Kiss fans, such as Mainline, Get Away, and That's the Kind of Sugar Papa Likes. Make sure to pick up Kiss Icons. On October 21st, it retails for $39.99, but right now Amazon is taking pre-orders for $31.99 with free shipping. Now here's part two of our exclusive interview with Lou. Take it away, Ken. How true would you say that uh, Paul Stanley's One Live Kiss is to yours and Paul's vision? And uh, if you were to grade yourself, how well did you capture uh, Paul Stanley and his Live to Win tour? Well, I say if I had had the greatest on all this, I would say we definitely have on our report card A++++ extra credit, and we hit it all the way out of the park <laughs> in terms of baseball playing. I'll just tell you that much. Okay. Uh, this movie is everything we wanted it to be and more because it's taken on a life of its own. Uh, all I could say is it's up to the audience really to tell me and tell Paul what they think of it by their reaction to it. But we're very pleased with it, and we really uh, are, can't wait for uh, the world to see it and just experience, you know, from my point of view as a director, I can't wait to, you know, just for the world to experience, you know, this 
guy who I think is so amazing, and that's Paul Stanley. And I know the rest of the world does too, but I want him to see it how we uh, wanted him to see in this movie. And I, I just think that's a very special thing, and I can't wait to hear the reaction to it. I think it's going to be pretty great. Now, Lewis, I first met you at the Cleveland Kiss Convention, and you were very uh, gracious and kind and took time to talk to anyone and everyone. Um, I, un I understand you have some events coming up, uh, the Dayton Expo, the uh, Indy uh, premiere, and, of course, the Chicago premiere. Would you like to tell us a little bit about those? Sure, I'd love to. Well, one of the things is that, well, in Dayton, we're doing a uh, preview of the film, uh, which is going to be the whole movie at the... Um uh, Kiss Fan Expo, and it's really going to be fantastic because it gives fans a chance to really connect with the movie in, a, in an audience environment. Because, you know, it's one thing to watch it at home, you know, on a DVD with your family or by yourself or however you're going to watch it. It's still a very upfront and, and, and in your face experience in a very emotional way. But with an audience, my God, the film takes on another uh, life of its own entirely because I've seen people watch this movie in this type of setting where. They're, they're getting up, they're cheering, they're singing along with Paul, they're applauding like Paul's right three-dimensional right in front of them performing on the stage. And it's like, you know, that just makes all of us so pleased because it's like when a film can do that and have that kind of resonance and power, well, I mean, of course it transcends us and it transcends uh, a lot of things and it becomes so vital and emotional right there for the audience. When I've seen that, believe me, watching a whole audience of the Kiss Army going crazy, just being like, oh my God, yeah, Paul, go sing that song. You know, it's like, okay, all right now, <laughs> this is Cinerama. <laughs> it, it almost becomes an interactive thing where you're actually seeing the passion of the band uh, and, 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 and for Paul uh, carry on so that it's, it almost becomes another level going back to that action-reaction kind of thing. Oh, God, yes, I'm having, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm at these uh, events watching these things with people, and I'm like... Uh, my God, we made that? Really? Jeez. Okay. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's humbling to see people just loving it so much. And, you know, of course, I mean, it has little to do with me. It has 95% uh, to do with Paul Stanley because he's, uh, he's the one up there giving it his all, performing it. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm throwing in my little bits of business as a director to, uh, you know, help him along, basically. Uh, but it's... Uh, they're reacting to him and, and his magic, and I'm glad I could brought a little bit of mine to the to the brew. And fans are going to be able to bring that to their own homes on October 21st when it comes out. Yes, the long wait is over. Uh, we are delighted that it's coming out uh, all over. You know, nationally, it's coming out on DVD on October uh, 21st from uh, New Door Universal uh, release, and uh, we're very excited about it. Uh, just can't wait for this to hit the world, and uh, I think you know whether you're watching it in your home, jamming out by yourself, and just going, "Yeah, Paul, go if you play that, you know, uh -huh. play that guitar, or you leap up in the air, you know, do your thing," or if you're in an audience where you're just with uh, either you know 50 or 100 or 500 people watching this and just seeing this, you know, visual explosion going on of like you know, and I use that word figuratively of a visual explosion because there's no. Uh, you know, there's no pyrotechnics in this film. There's no, you know, there's uh, not nothing that's associated with Kiss uh, in terms of the spectacle of the performances of the, of the stage show is in this film. This film is the spectacle 
and the and the raw power and energy is pure, total Paul Stanley. Goes to show he doesn't need any of that stuff to go Correct. out there and just blow your go out there and blow your doors off every time. It, well, it, well, it goes back to when they took the makeup off in the first place. A lot of people thought, well, it, it can never work. But uh, the show was the the guys behind the makeup. It's not necessarily a makeup, and 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 I know from seeing Paul solo as well that uh, that that same magic, that same charisma, that same uh, power and presence that he has as a front man for Kiss will carry on, and you're going to see it all on the uh, Paul Stanley One Life Kiss DVD. I know it. That's it's one of the things. Fantastic. That's one of the things. Thank you. That's one of the things I love. Always really love about Kiss. Uh, as a band, as individual members, all the members of KISS uh, throughout time, it, their attitude, their feeling of, here we are, and we know we, we don't give up. No, we, we don't uh, just say, uh, all right, we're, we're thrown in and this is what you get. No, you get, you get everything, every time. Every time those guys step on a stage, they're not playing around. Um, they're out there to take no prisoners, grab you by the throat and go, here we are, we're KISS. We're, or in Paul's case, when he's solo, I'm Paul, here I am. You know, you're, you're coming with me. You know, and it's like, um, and I'm coming, we're, we're on this journey together and we're really going to blow out all the stops here. And that's, I love that attitude because coming from, uh, you know, different types of situations in life where you're like, there's so many obstacles in front of you and you don't know, you, you approach something, you're like, how the heck am I ever going to do this in any aspect of life? Well, how it's done is one step at a time and being assured in yourself and saying, I want to live to win. Hi, Paul. This is Linda from Jonesboro, Arkansas. I just want you to know how happy I am that One Life Kiss will finally be released on October 21st. I attended opening night in Atlanta, and I can't wait to have this wonderful DVD to commemorate one of the most amazing nights ever. I'm going to uh, play a little game with you, or, or a little something we like to do occasionally on the podcast. We're going to... Uh, I just want to tell you that I'm, really, I'm, I'm a killer at Monopoly, so I don't know if you Okay. To... <laughs> or, or Kissopoly. <laughs> we, we could be playing Kissopoly. actually never yeah. played the game. I, I, I have it sealed, in, uh, hermetically sealed in my Kiss vault, you know. Uh-huh. Someday I'll, I'll open it up. But uh, uh, what we're going to do now is we're going to say a series of, of names or words, and please tell us what automatically comes to your mind when I say Eric Singer. Well, Eric Singer is a very dear friend of mine. He's um, <clears throat> Eric, uh, all of us KISS fans, have to thank as the original person I brought this project to uh, on day one. Um, Eric uh, <clears throat> and I knew each other for a long time, and uh, I told him what I'd like to do. Uh, we had planned some other film projects together, and um, he, uh, I told him I'd like to do this, and he was like, okay, let me introduce you to Keith LaRue, who I knew... Um, peripherally on the KISS scene but I didn't really know personally uh, he introduced me to Keith and Keith and I have become like brothers I mean we're just like uh, I think that that brotherly bond that's been created there is because we're both are very very dedicated to Paul and how we like to really put the word out there about you know um, everything KISS you know and just like the really the feeling there you know you, you can't deny that feeling of when somebody has it there it is you know I think that's something we share with uh, KISS fans throughout the world 
But it's like, you know, we're really, you know, there for Paul and just like, you know, he was so excited about the project. And Keith brought it to uh, Doc McGee and McGee uh, Management, uh, brought it to Paul, and then we all started talking about it. And uh, all that really happened because of Eric Singer. So I think uh, because One Live Kiss really, uh, the impetus of it that it exists is because Eric started the ball rolling of getting the ball talking about it. So uh, as a musician, I think, and as a person, I, he, it's so great to watch him in all the different environments he plays with because how he plays with Alice Cooper is totally different than how he plays with Kiss, how he plays with Black Sabbath, how he plays with Queen. He brings a different feel to every band and, uh, and this level of musicianship that's so high and so forceful is right on. It's just uh, being around him is just a great thing. I just love the guy. Next up, Gene Simmons. Well, Gene. Gene is the true demon of rock, let me tell you. He's really um, a fascinating guy in every way. I mean, uh, encyclopedic knowledge of film. I love talking movies with Gene because um, he's um, he loves talking about movies, every aspect of movies. He knows, I mean, he stumped me many times on different uh, histories of different movies, cameramen. I mean, you name it, Gene knows about it. Um, Gene's a big fan of Ida's, big fan of uh, many aspects of movies. Like I say, though, Gene knows about cameramen. Gene knows about lighting directors. Gene knows about, you name it, in cinema, Gene knows it. We love talking about that. He's just a, a fascinating, like, walking cinema encyclopedia to talk to. The other thing is, I think he's a very underrated bass player. Um, the level he brings to uh, when he's really on it for playing bass is really, uh, I was watching him in Vegas, and I couldn't get over the, you know, uh, because of the acoustics of the hall. I, I think I might have said this before, but his, the feeling he was bringing like to 100,000 years and everything else, it was so rhythmic, so perfect, uh, right on. And uh, you were really feeling the pulse of what was happening uh, there. And I think, you know, uh, Gene is, uh, I think even himself, I think he underrates himself as a, as a bass player. Uh, he, bring, he really brings a lot to the table. Next up, Tommy Thayer. Wow. I mean, he's uh, really brought a lot of passion and power back in the kiss with his attitude, with his energy, um, his level of musicianship, which is just amazing. Watching him play is not at all like watching a copy of Ace Freely. It's more of watching, you know, here, okay, these are Ace's solos and so forth, but Tommy's putting himself into them and putting his own sound and feel into them and uh, taking nothing away from Ace, of course, but um, he's bringing a different feel, a different uh a renewed sense of vigor to Kiss. I mean, I think that's most, you could really sense it and really feel it on the new release that just came out in Japan of uh, Kiss Classic, Kissology, um, of uh, recreated songs from the past. Um, I really, for, for my money, that album really belongs to, uh, spirit-wise, to Tommy Thayer and really has uh, a lot of great power and emphasis on uh, things, the way the band all came together. I just really think uh, Tommy's, you know, way to go attitude and just really uh, how much he loves the band and how much he loves being in it, him being a, a very dedicated, longtime Kiss fan himself, I really think that comes through. And I think fans, you know, I th I'm certainly very grateful that he's in the band because uh, he really brings uh, um, just uh, a lot more, a lot of magic to it. You know, so, and also, another thing I could say about Tommy. Um, not many people often talk about what a great director he is. I mean, I could tell you, being a professional director myself, the things he's done with, you know, Ted Nugent, Full Bundle Nugent, yes. um, filmed at the DTE, um, 
the um, the films he's made for Kiss, so forth. He's a phenomenal director. I mean, and the thing about it is he wasn't trained in any way uh, in media or in directing or anything like that. Uh, he just feels it out and does it. And uh, we've talked many occasions about uh, you know his work in that, and he's very humble about it and very uh, you know uh, genuine about it. And I just think uh, you know, watching you know the work he does as a director and and a filmmaker is really uh, very special. So he is so multi-talented and has so much going on that I think uh, it's a real blessing he's with Kiss. Hi, this is Tommy Thayer, and you're listening to Podkiss. Rock on. next candidate for the game is uh, KISS fans. KISS fans. Well, it's such a cliche to say, but there's no, there's no fan base like KISS. I mean, there's, there's no, no fans like KISS fans, that's for sure. Because, I mean, I'll tell you, I remember Keith LaRue was telling me uh, when we were first starting this uh, One Live KISS project, he said, um, well, Lou, you're really going to see KISS fans now? And I was like, I was puzzled by him saying that to me because I was like, well, what do you mean? I've been a KISS fan since 1974. What are you talking about? <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 no. I'm talking about, okay, now you're working with Paul, you're working with the band, my God. He goes, now you're going to see Kiss fans. I was like, what do you mean? I'm gonna, what am I going to see? I was like, I, they can't be any more intense than Metallica fans. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, wait and see. And I, boy, those were prophetic words, let me tell you, because the outpouring of emotion, the, dedic- the devotion, the dedication, the, the family love that Kiss fans have for Kiss is, for all the members of it, are just uh, past and present, are... It's spellbinding, you see. I mean, my God, I, it's come to me as a, as a director working with Paul. I mean, people bring me gifts at expos. People want to talk to me. People are so, people send me emails and messages from all over the world, you know, about the movie and how was it to do this or this. When is it, uh, through the time when we were working on the release, when is it coming out? Mr. Anthony Lewis, when is it coming out? Let us know. Please talk to us. And I was, you know, of course, I answered every single one of them, and I was like, you know, thank you so much for, you know, uh, your uh, enthusiasm and your dedication, you know, and thanks for your message, but we're getting this out, believe me. You know, and um, that's what I think KISS fans, I think any band probably sell their souls to have the, to the fan base that KISS has, that kind of dedication and devotion. And um, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, and being, you know, working with Paul and seeing it from that side, I can, I, I mean, Keith was exactly right in what he said to me, that I was unprepared for uh, the amount of... Uh, sheer energy and and enthusiasm. I mean, sometimes I have to really catch my breath to keep up with it. I really give all the members of KISS uh, big kudos for, I mean, how they've been able to keep that up for all these these decades. I mean, um, sometimes I really got to sit back and go, oh boy, I need need another cup of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, of course, it's totally appreciated and it's like, my God, it's like, I mean, and sometimes when I think I really love Kiss and then I meet somebody else, I'm like, okay, well, I can't hold a candle to that. And God bless them all. You know, they're just amazing people. And I love meeting them all. And um, also very grateful to be one myself. And the last person is Paul Stanley. One of a kind in every way. Uh, Paul Stanley is uh, one of the greatest people I've ever worked with. A real gentleman, um, consummate artist. I mean, there's, you know, so many. Um, 
adjectives and so forth that I could use to describe him, but all I could say is human. He's so human, he's so real, and he cares. He deeply cares so much about his fans, that he has fans. He cares about the people he works with. He takes a lot of things to heart. He, just uh, a person on such a level that, you know, where he keeps himself on such a fine pitch, where, you know, um, you, you wonder how can he keep that up, you know, and he does. He, he, he stuns every time because it's like uh, he doesn't play around. I mean, he's really very loyal, very genuine person. I mean, um, like I say, if, if he wasn't a kiss at all and he was just a guy who lived next door to me, I'd want to be as, uh, a dear friend of his because uh, you, you'd have to search high and wide to find uh, a person who's uh, greater to have in your life and uh, more of a positive influence. He's uh, been that way for me since I was a kid. You know, and it's like I always looked at him like uh, that's like a, a older brother. He's so amazing of a guy, you know, and it's like he's never, you know, let me down in one aspect in the making of this movie. Um, I couldn't have asked for a greater collaborator or a person to, to work with who was, uh, on, you know, shared a wavelength so beautifully. I mean, uh, just uh, an amazing guy in every kind of way. I, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm getting boring at this point about him. No, no, no. I just, I just think he's the best. Now, you were on tour with KISS in Europe. Uh, are there any tales from the road that you can share with us? Well, I, every time there's a KISS show anywhere, there's stories of every kind everywhere. <laughs> um, and it's like, uh, yes, there's uh, so many. I mean, one of the great things about being around with KISS is the crew, uh, the great road crew. They have the uh, I mean, characters, all of them. I mean, they're just such uh, a fun lot of people, and uh, they love Kiss, too. And it's like, you know, you get out there, and you're with people like Fran, who's Paul's guitar tech, and on the Live to Win tour, he was the production manager. You know, just he's got a dry wit. He's uh, a, a fine musician in his own right, and he's he's just such so much fun to be around because he's like, um, his attitude is like, you know, hilarious stuff. I mean, that is really... A uh, really upfront guy, really a uh, very uh, serious guy about what he does with uh, Paul and Kiss too. I mean, he takes his job very seriously, and that's something I really admire when I see that because uh, you see this, that level of dedication in the crew uh, for Kiss that you really don't see a lot in other places. You see more along the lines of, yeah, okay, so what? It'll get it's just another show, but um, uh, with the Kiss crew, it's people who sincerely care and take their job really seriously and that's something I really admire and like and sometimes there's a real apathy in this business for people who've been in it a long time of saying oh it's just another show it's just another thing it's just another gig it's whatever it is so what uh, I never see a so what attitude around KISS and uh, that's a really great thing to see that goes from the backstage to the back of the house there's not a so what attitude in the entire place to Doc McGee, a wonderful guy, Doc McGee. Uh, he's a fellow Chicagoan. I mean, he's really, uh, he always has a, a, a really great spirit, you know, happy-go-lucky way. And, uh, and also, he's, you know, dead serious about his work and how he does it. And um, when there's a problem that arises, he, you know, gets right on top of it. So it's like, you know, when him and I have shared many stories, swap stories about Chicago, like, you know, I mean, oh, remember, you know, Hero Submarines, uh, the great, great sandwich shop over on Addison Street and uh, Western Avenue and, uh, you know, the old uh, venues in Chicago like the Amphitheater and the, the Aragon and the Stadium. Doc is another great person to be around. All the KISS people. I mean, I just, uh, when, you, when I see them, every time I see them, when I'm traveling with them anywhere, it's like one big family and it's just a great thing to be around. Very good.
Uh, you and Paul are working on another film called The Artist's Gaze, correct? Yes, that's something we're evolving uh, in, in a, as a film. Uh, we've been working on it for over a year now. The film is called Paul Stanley, The Artist's Gaze, and uh, again, we're back to the aspect of the gaze, the stare, um, comes from the eyes. Uh, it's all about his work as a fine painter and as a, his evolving work as, a, as an artist, um, how it's coming from deep within him. And I think one of the things about Paul's art that's really fascinating is how emotional and how romantic it is, the, the, the visual quality of it that he's bringing to it that's coming from very deep inside. I like to see how that's growing and evolving with him and uh, for his audience and art that's coming out. It's really uh, from you know art critics to art uh, you know collectors to uh, casual people Paul is bringing to art through you know his celebrity of Kiss that he's bringing to art for the first time. He's really exposing people to uh, expressionism and different ways of uh, communicating visually that um, that they never had seen before, I don't think. So um, at least from what I've seen at galleries and so forth, a lot of people are telling me that. So it's um, very, one of the things that anything connected with KISS in any way, but especially around Paul, it's always very genuine. Uh, people have a genuine love and affinity for him. And um, I think when they buy a piece of his artwork, it's like a piece of him, and it literally is. It literally is a piece of him because it comes from way deep in his soul and in his heart and the way he communicates. So that's one of the things we're evolving in the film The Artist's Gaze. We're not in any hurry to complete it. Um, it's a thing that we're evolving because the, the best films are films that are hopefully that come out in a way that where they evolved over time. They took on their own life, their own feel, um, and then when they're you know ready to be born, they uh, come out and they... Uh, say, here I am, world, I'm ready to take you on. That's the same thing that happened with uh, One Live Kiss. Uh, it evolved over time, and it became, uh, with Paul's influence, a different film that I originally intended to make, and that's a great thing. Now, as, as far as Paul's art, uh, can you explain your take on it? And I understand he's now into sculpture, even. Well, uh, yes, basically one of the pieces that Paul just recently did, which I was just stunned by, it's such a beautiful a uh, large-scale piece. It's called uh, Angel of the Children, and uh, there, that is being made into, uh, uh, from Paul's concept, is being made into uh, sculpture. And um, I think that's fascinating, the, the roads that Paul's artwork is taking, and the, the, the avenues and uh, places it's taking him to. I, I love Paul's art because it has such expression, because it comes from the heart and soul. And uh, Paul's work, just like his work with his hand with a guitar pick on a, you know, striking chords, and playing with that fever and that passion, he's bringing that same thing with a with a paintbrush in his hand. People are getting excited about art. Who uh, you know, well, before they wouldn't even think about having a, a canvas uh, in their in their home. Now they have it, and they're looking at it, and they're being inspired by it. So I think that's just uh, anytime you're doing that for people, you're really doing something special in this world. And, of course, Paul's a creator, both artistic, musically, and, of course, I think you know where I'm going with this. Uh, he's He's got another baby on the way, him and his uh, beautiful bride. Uh, when did you first hear that from Paul that uh, he and his wife were expecting? I found out some time ago that uh, they were expecting another uh, child in their home, and I think that's, uh, of course, so beautiful because, you know, being a parent myself, I know about the uh, how beautiful it is when a, a child's spirit comes into your home and into your life. It's a magical moment, and uh, Paul and Aaron are just uh, just 
great parents, great people. Um, they care so much, and uh, these are such special times in their lives that uh, you know. The, I know they're going to have a daughter, and this is you know Paul's first daughter and Aaron's first, and it's uh, just a uh, a very a child is a magical moment any time in life that they're experiencing this and the love they share is such a beautiful thing to see. And these are very very special times in every way. Well, Lou, um, I know that I can speak for all of KISS fandom when, when I say please pass on our best wishes and congratulations, and uh, we look forward to all of his happiness and, and all of his and his wife's happiness. Uh, one they final nothing better. Uh, one final thing here. What's next for Louis Antonelli? And I have to put a little caveat on here. Can we look forward to you possibly turning your magic towards a full-blown KISS production? Is there anything you can share with us at this time? Well, you know, we never know where the road's going to take us. You know, it's like uh, I would love to do, uh, you know, a full-blown KISS concert movie one day. If it happens, it'll be great. I'll tell you, if it could happen right now, I have, I have my shoes on. I'm ready to go down <laughs> the stairs. I'm ready to do it right this moment. But Your, uh, your bags you know, are packed. <laughs> Yes, they are ready. And uh, it's definitely a kind of thing where it's like, you know, of course, if I was invited to do something like that, I would be uh, thrilled. I would be very happy to bring what I could bring to it. You know, where it goes from there, we'll see. You know, it's like uh, I'm just happy to have created this movie and uh, any other thing I, you know, I could provide in the future, of course, I'd be delighted to. Uh, my pleasure. You know, the uh, other side of it is uh, I have many projects in development and the things I'm working on right now. Uh, one is about the, um, the closing and destruction of an old amusement park that I grew up at, actually. It's called Kittyland, and um, it's going to be taken away and uh, destroyed. And it's going to be a film about, uh, you know, seen through a child's eyes, and it's called This uh, This Tall. It's, oh, uh, wow. Is that is that like you you must be this tall to ride this ride, that kind of thing? That's what Yes, that's what it is, exactly. Wow. Um, I always remember uh, waiting to be myself this tall. So uh, I could ride a ride myself. So uh, the whole film is going to be seen from a child's perspective, and uh, it's not a documentary. It's not anything like that. It's uh, about like you know, oh, you know, why is this place closing or being torn down? It's more about uh, the magic of being a child. Uh, another film I have to uh, that I'm thinking about creating and working on right now with some fellow with some uh, actors is a film uh, about a woman trapped in a room. Um, alone and she she can't escape from this room it's a very uh intense movie that i'm working on a couple of uh been approached about doing a few uh different concert films now and uh other things back into the music scene so we'll see uh we'll see what happens i'm kind of weighing different options right now and seeing what what i really want to do next well, we look forward to uh, the upcoming The Artist Gaze. We look forward to definitely purchasing uh, Paul Stanley's One Life Kiss on October 21st. We will be seeing you at uh, the events coming up from Dayton to Indy to the Chicago premiere. Uh, you will have some folks that will bump into you and say, Hi, I'm from the podcast. But, uh, well, I'm, I'm delighted to meet them all. It's, it's such a pleasure to uh, share in all this excitement and happiness about uh, Paul Stanley, the one and only, the, the greatest. So I'm uh, I'm delighted to be a part of all of it, and I love meeting everyone uh, who has the same enthusiasm and passion about it. And uh, just I uh, hope you all love the film. We uh, we made it just for you. Excellent. Thank you very much for your time, and uh, we we would like to thank uh, Paul Stanley, Louis Antonelli, KOL, and Universal for allowing us to uh, have access like this. Thank you very much. I, uh, it's my pleasure to have been a part of it. 
That's our show. Thanks again for listening, and be sure to check out the other episodes on our website. If you have anything to say, any questions, comments, uh, suggestions for the show, make sure to drop us a line at podcast at gmail.com. A big thanks to our friends at mykisslife.net. Also, we would like to thank uh, Julian and all the folks over at kissfaq.com for all their information and input on the show. A huge shout-out to our buddy Ken for all that he does, the artwork, the interviews, and all the contributions. Ken, it wouldn't be a podcast without you. And be sure to check out Ken's site, which is called kissfansite.com. And for all your official news and updates, please make sure to check out kissonline.com. From there, you can also find links to uh, all these solo band member websites. Uh, most of them have pretty extensive websites, so make sure to check them out. Uh, if you have a podcast or if you have a website related to KISS, please send us a letter and let us know. We'll be happy to uh, post a link on our website. And as always, a big thanks goes out to Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, Ace Fraley, Peter Chris, Vinnie Vincent, Bruce Kulick, Eric Singer, Tommy Fair, and the memory of the late great Eric Carr, and the late great Mark St. John. You are KISS. And we are your army. Thanks for listening. Good night. Something I'd like to do on this show is give a shout out to my friend Bobby G. Not because he's particularly special or anything, just because uh, he won't shut the hell up until I do. So, Bobby, are you finally happy?